podcast started? I, yeah, I was just starting it. Let's see, I'll put on here. <clears throat> yeah, anyway. Did you, you left a message for them to bring food? Did you talk to anyone? Ah, uh, fuck, no. I'll do recording. No, I don't I care. Don't. I don't, no, I don't want it. It's almost noon. Yeah. I might as well wait till noon. I just thought oatmeal would be a nice thing. To eat. It's easy to digest. And How about a banana? I know. I told him to send me a banana up to. No, you eat. No, I got. No. I just ate. No, 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 no. I got this for you and this for me. Oh, okay. Well, I get banana. Thank you. That'd be a little treat. Yeah, I'm watching all this shit on TV, and it's just—it's bizarre. It's just fucking bizarre that the, the CIA put it on the internet that they wanted people to spy on Russia. They wanted any Russians. Oh, thank Hi. you. Good time. Oh, my tongue brought me a banana. There you go. Oh, yeah, sit over there, Dad. Okay. Oh, here. Hi. Yeah, you got to get this here. Yeah, we'll pull that out there. Go ahead. Get it over, yeah. Do you want to eat with your feet up? No. I'll, no, no. Here, I'll move this. Okay. Yep. Bam. Ready? Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Damn feet's
nowhere. You are going to tell us a little bit about the details of this report. Those are some staggering numbers, especially as a person who lives in California and has been in the middle of these intense fires. This is uh, the beginning of what we're going to see in the age of climate attribution, where disasters are specifically pinned to big polluters. We know that there's an extra trillion tons or more of planet cooking pollution in the sea and the sky since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. We know that that has raised the temperatures 1.2 degrees Celsius. But... We need a concerned scientist said, what if we broke it down to see the biggest polluters? And it turns out that 88 oil, gas, coal, and cement companies have warmed the planet by half a degree alone right there since 1901. And what does that mean? A warmer world means bigger, longer wildfires. And what we're seeing right now up in Alberta, Canada, more times as much acreage has burned than burned in all of California last year, just so far, this really, and so looking at those years, those acreage burned, of the 53 million acres burned there since the mid-90s there, they can blame almost 20 million acres directly on those 88 companies. The statements from this, we talked, reached out to the Union of Concerned Scientists, they say this is a pattern in which the oil and gas companies knew for generations now that this would happen. Uh, many of these companies, for decades about the consequences of climate change, engaged in this deliberate business here of misinformation to deceive the general public and cast out on climate scientists. Meanwhile, a statement Christina Noel from the American Petroleum Institute says, the clear agenda of this group aside, America's oil and natural gas industry is focused on delivering affordable, reliable energy while reducing emissions. And Sarah, this is exactly the argument that is going to play out in court in dozens of venues around the country as cities and states and communities sue for damages for this harmful product they knew was damaging, while the oil and gas companies try to say, look, we built the modern world. Cement companies, we built the modern world, and we learned about climate change at the same time everybody else did. Two things can be true at once, but if there is a deception, people will be very upset. And there's proof of that in internal documents going back to the 80s. So we're... It's always so good to see you, even when you bring us really shocking numbers. Um, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you. John? A teenager on a shooting rampage. We have new information on what took place on a New Mexico street. How random was it? And new details about the attack on two congressional staff members in Virginia. What police are saying this morning. Oh, Ms. Flores, you're the leader of many and Pat Rainbow too. So becoming a student again might seem impossible. National University is here to support all of you. National University, supporting the whole you. What do you get from the Morgan Stanley Colonial Experience? Listen for more than talking. And the person on the plan to guide you through a changing world.
before we filter, our gutters would get so clogged. We used to have to climb up on that roof. We filter was a lifesaver. The leaf filter installation process was so simple and easy. And the salesman gave us interest-free financing, and the price was right. It was a no-brainer. Our downspouts flow freely. My home is better protected. Thank you, leaf filter. Call in for a filter. If you have diabetes, it's important to have confidence in the nutritional drink you choose. Try Boost Glucose Control. It's clinically shown to help manage blood sugar levels and contains high-quality protein to help manage hunger and support muscle health. Try Boost today. Your work is your calling. It drives your days and powers your nights. But if your teeth no longer work as hard as you do, Aspen Dental is here with smile replacement solutions that work for your life. Whether it's your first step or a fast fix, you can get it today for all your denture needs, all at an affordable price. Right now, get 20% off dentures and make your smile work for you again. Aspen Dental, anything to make you smile. Call or book online today. Here we are, family. Warriors. Mystery solvers. And pioneers. That's profound stuff. The first time in my life, I'm actually making choices as who I am.
begin this morning with House reports out of Ukraine claims that a U.S. citizen has died in Bakhmut. The U.S. State Department saying now it's looking into this. The siege city in eastern Ukraine has seen heavy fighting for months now. And now the head of the pro-Russian Wagner paramilitary group claims a body was found in Bakhmut with U.S. identification documents. The State Department says it sees additional information. Uh, it needs that in order to determine what happened here. Now, we're hearing from Ukrainian air defense saying that it sent it off a major aerial assault by Russia. Ukrainian officials saying waves of Russian drones and cruise missiles targeted the capital Kiev. But Ukraine's air defenses, they say, made Western, by the Western world, took out for Russian weapons. CNN Which is why joins us now from Eastern Ukraine. Uh, Nick, is there any evidence suggesting uh, that an American has died now uh, in this war, this late in this war? I could just work for myself, just maybe fix houses. A little start. I could a little start. And maybe it seems as if the State Department has evidence that they put forward by Indian Progression that Wagner personally was. It's hard to take it at face value because he has a track record of fabrication and propaganda. So it's difficult to know what he's saying is true. What he is saying is that this American citizen, whose body he says his troops have died fighting for the Ukrainian the fighting is very intense there. We know what's going on at the moment. We know that the, the fighting in the center of the city is some of the worst uh, in terms of casualties for both Ukrainians and Russian forces. Prigozhin is saying that he will repatriate the body of the American citizen, that he will do it with respect uh, in, in a casket with an American flag because he said he, uh, the, the citizens died uh, fighting, which in his view is an honorable thing to do. Hearing from people in the neighborhood. 
Yeah, there are some witnesses who spoke to Good Morning America talking about how terrifying those moments were. Uh, and of course, a lot of chaos in those moments. Here's what they said. Finding a bullet hole through your daughter's window was just like, oh my gosh. So this is It was traumatic to be barricaded in your laundry room with your daughter. Yeah, it's like having a surgeon right next to you. And you're not a professional surgeon. Very emotional. Uh, and, and I know that the community actually gathered last night for a vigil as well to pray for all of these families, Kate. Absolutely. Natasha, thank you for the update. John? This morning, a suspect is in custody after allegedly attacking two congressional staffers with a metal baseball bat. The attack happened yesterday outside the district office of Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly. The Democratic representative tells CNN the staffers were taken to the hospitals. They have since been released. CNN also has learned that the suspect may have been involved in another disturbing incident that was caught on video. In light of yesterday's attack, a Republican source tells CNN that House lawmakers are allowed to secure their district offices at no cost to them and work with the House Sergeant-at-Arms to do so. CNN's Sumler Cervati live in Washington this morning with the latest on all of this Sumler. What do you learn? Well, John, many members, of course, have been concerned about security in the wake of this attack and certainly in this moment of increasing political violence. And my colleague Mano Raju reports that there are already some moves being made to help address those concerns on Capitol Hill. A senior Republican source tells CNN that House lawmakers are indeed allowed to secure their district offices, no cost to them, um, things like security systems to be put in place, an intercom system. Yeah. Your life is half over. You know, in and hundred years ago, your life probably would have been over by now. Yeah. The, the percentage of people, men, who made it past forty. I, I notice now that women are more at this age. Women are more interested in me now than they've ever been, which is fine. But and they're just. I don't know if this is the prime of a man's life or something. Well, women, it. women are trying to go through menopause. If they ain't had any kids when they hit forty. And it, that's in their DNA. The primary program in all DNA on this planet is the same. Eat, grow, replicate, and die. Eat, grow, replicate, and die. Every living fucking... That's how God planned it, if you believe in God. Mm -hmm. And I think there is a God, but I think that's a God that nobody... Nope, but me. Because <laughs> I would try to think God's talking to me. Basically, God said, you know, all of us are just good. There's mice, forget them. They amount for nothing. He said, all I was trying to do was communicate with my prophets. He's trying to set the direction of mankind on a good direction. Because, you know, back in the, them days, they chopped everybody up. Everybody chopped everybody up. It, anyway, we got to the point where we can't carry on. What God's really after is self-replicating DNA that can live in outer space and will take all the DNA throughout the universe. That's me and you. We'll be born on Mars, we'll be born on Jupiter, we'll be born on Alpha Centauri. And as a clone, time has no matter. God is eternal. He's, he, time don't matter to him. But he can't, he can't so much as make this, he can't do it. He, can't, he cannot do a fucking thing. All he can do is control the DNA. If a planet starts to get out of balance, too much oxygen, too much of this, too much of that, 
He modifies the DNA to try and bring it back to a norm that will support life. Because his primary thing is to support life until he can get a life form that can go into outer space, replicate, and spread DNA throughout the universe. He wants to see life on the moon, on Mars. I mean, and people being people, and the way we're programmed, I mean, there'll be a lot of clones. I'm sure we'll, we'll have a lot of fun the regular old way. And the thing is, you got to have root for all them people. Well, that's bad. I ain't going to hold it. Hell, we're bursting now. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's the big problem. The population problem is so amazing. So I was telling that Lady Mary, um, because she's like, do you do bathrooms and kitchens? I said, I do everything. You want a fucking skyscraper? I'll build it. You want a kitchen? I didn't tell her that, but I just said, yeah, I do everything. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, I know. I, we, call, we call like four or five people, and they never show up. And I said, yeah. And she's like, do you run into that a lot? I said, oh, that's, I get three calls a week from people saying, I'm calling people, and nobody shows up. Why don't they show up? It's because there's a population problem. It's population problems. why the staffs at hospitals suck. There's too many fucking sick people. There's too many. Everybody needs something. You know, and so what happens is ever, all the service goes down. Well, I think a lot of it is the fucking government. They should not be given anything, nobody, nothing. Right. That's not the federal government's job. That's true. That's not their job. If a woman divorces her husband and, and marries the government, that's basically what they're doing. The government shouldn't be there for them. Yeah. Then a woman would have to think, well, the guy beats me every fucking night, but, but I got kids and... So she'll figure it out. One way or another, she'll figure it out. Right. Either she'll leave on her own, and, and or she'll make it workable. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I just, I, well, I, I, no, I think all these immigrants, the reason they're coming here is because it's free food, free school, free, free college. Who in the fuck wouldn't want to go there if he was in a third world country? You'd be an idiot not to. So when they get here, they ought, the rule should be, you're on your own, period. That's it. Whatever you bring in with you, that's what you got to work with. Mm-hmm. Well, I need some place to sleep. Well, you can't sleep in people's yards because they'll shoot you. <laughs> you can't. And that's, that's a simple solution to that problem. And the fucking Democrats, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Why in the hell are they bringing millions of more people than we have any kind of use for? makes no sense well what they did they signed an agreement with uh oh yep yep oh hello sir hello brian brian Uh, (laughs) yep 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 (laughs) so how are you doing this morning well pretty good sir yeah are you going home today well they said i'm going to be checking out soon because my heart's all screwed 129 i've been doing that for what is wrong is it your heart yeah have you seen your cardiologist? Oh yeah, they did all. They got congestive heart failure. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's talking. You know, towards your doctors mm-hmm. anymore. You know, and towards everything everywhere. Yeah. They probably uh, we combine with the university. Sometimes they're eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both young and old. Yeah. Well, I just want them to take me off the stuff and send me home. But uh, take it easy. <laughs> I agree with me. I'm a veteran too. Uh, so what I'm trying to say, we want you to get well before well, you Well, I don't think. The thing is, no, it's no hard to wear out. I've had three or four of my friends die of congestive heart disease. Mm-hmm. 
And like me, they got shorter breath, weaker and weaker. And the doctors did whatever in hell they could do. And some of them, With all it, these gadgets, I think after, yeah. what are they going to finish all of them? Well, no, no, they're just, they, they're giving some kind of stuff to speed the heart up. But mm. it's, it's fed up too much. My heart's been beating 130 uh, all, all last night and all today. Is it better now? No. No. Not yet. No. no. All right. Have you seen your doctor this morning? No, not yet. When no. they come, tell them. Okay? Yeah, yeah. but they can't Don't do hide anything. Yeah, but yeah. they can't do nothing about it. Um, That's the thing. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes uh, well, they're, they're trying to do what they can with this stuff. And so I just told them to take me off the shit because I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about tired. You know, if I, if I die, I'm on my way. I'm out of here. No. I'm going to Jesus, I hope. If not, if not. We still need you. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you. Hi, Thank you, sir. sir. Yeah. Yep, yep. How you doing? Pretty good. Doing? Ate a pretty good breakfast here. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Ate oatmeal and fruit. Did you eat a denture? Yeah. Okay, good. But they hurt my gums, so I take them out. Gotcha. I would like, okay. should probably leave them in. Oh, it's okay. I can talk clear. Well, maybe I'll try it. No, 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 you don't have to wear it. You don't have to wear it. I'm just asking. <laughs> well, that's the reason the veterans home, like, oh, he's got a yeah. shirt pocket. I just take them out and put them in my shirt pocket. Yeah. And then if I need to talk, then I stick them back yeah. in. Yeah. Um, so I know they got off of the amiodarone, which is one of the medications for that irregular, uh -huh. that fast heart rhythm. Yeah. And they put give you the oral. Okay, well, yeah. let's just hope it works. Though. But the, the 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 other medication, the dibutamine, mm -hmm. that's for your heart failure. Right. You actually went up. They couldn't get you down. You have to go up on it. Well, what? Yeah. Just just cut it. I'd cut it down. See what happens. They did. Well. Is it still the plan to start to back that up tomorrow? Is that? The plan is, if you want to do it earlier, we can. But I'm well, just letting I, you know I the just, plan is for tomorrow. I'd, I'd like to see how I feel without taking that shit at all. Okay. Kind of. What? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to tell the doctors what to do because they know what they're doing. Yeah. But if, if they take me off of it, they could take me off like, uh, you know, uh, say 25% a day. Well, or, well if, if, if I'll go. I would say just start cutting it down. My goal is just, just I don't, I got it. So one of the things that dad is, so in his mind, first of all, he knows that if you turn this off, that he's going to live or die. So he knows that. Yeah. Yeah. He knows that. And I'm, I'm and, ready to die. I okay. really am. And there, so the, the other if thing. If I can't get better, then the hell with it. Because he's logical <laughs> and he likes to think about how to survive if possible. <laughs> what he feels like is if, if this medicine is keeping him alive mm -hmm. and then you just yank it, turn it off. Well, it makes sense that your heart would quit because it's used to it. So what he's hoping is that maybe they can reduce it incrementally. Okay. And see what happens. And see if he can adjust. My that. heart. My heart. Yeah. My heart's trying to. If that's the case, because the medical team is. Um, it, so I basically, think, basically. I think so. What we could do is we can transition to comfort. The status, no, no, no just know? leave me here. Okay. And start cutting that shit down. They won't do that. They won't do that until they know for sure that. See, that's okay, right. Well, let till till what? Until they know for sure, because they tried doing that. Yeah, they cut off half. Okay, don't cut off ten percent. 
and then cut off a little more, and then cut off a little more, and then cut off a little more. I know. How else? Well, let her tell you why they're not doing that. Yeah. So this is why I heard. Okay. This is what they told me. Okay. Yeah, that was fine. Okay. So he was on 2.5 the day before he was on 5. So they cut it off to 2.5. That's only in between 2.5 to 5. That's how the medication works. There's no like 2.7. Well, then start doing that. Just cut it down that amount. See what happens to me. If I die, well, I fucking die. If I don't die, if this whole heart can arrange itself to keep beating. So if you want to cut it off, let's turn off the the, the monitoring because when we cut off lower, yesterday his blood pressure dropped, but they tried to wean it down even further than where he was at 2.5. And that makes his nursing staff and the doctors very nervous. So if our goal is clear, is that if we cut it off and we, we, we accept the consequences, that's fine. Let's change our status to the toxic so the team knows that this is your objective, is for comfort only. Okay, well, that'd be okay. I'll stay in this room yeah. here. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah that'd be yeah. okay. Do and that, then they do can that. monitor do that. you. Do that. Okay. And then, yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna do that today, and I'll I'll communicate that with them. Yeah, it doesn't mean I just I just saying I just thinking yeah. take everything off as gradually as they can yeah. and see what happens. And they they do it. It's just kind of like Tylenol. They yeah they got yeah five yeah. five or seven or whatever. Right. So like two and a half to five. Right. So they can because is it is his body ain't gonna recover then. I mean, the plan was if we were going to do this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like you're ready today, let's do it today. They're not going to just turn it off like. Well, I know, off. I know, I know. They're going to, with hospice or with comfort, is titrating it down, but they're not going to monitor your blood pressure or anything. They're going to look at right. you. Right. And they're just going to slowly titrate down in yep. several yeah, hours. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. Okay. Like, I never checked my blood pressure, none of that crap my whole life. Right, yeah. Okay. It so, kind of does light yeah. up. So, I know. I probably wouldn't be in this condition if I had. Uh, okay. I don't know. I think you're pretty impressive. <laughs> we were just actually talking right now, and Ryan yeah. feels like he's ready and he wants to go off the. Yeah. Um, okay. And we talked about you know turn off the machine. Grand. Slow. I mean this machine. Well, whatever so, keep me right, alive. Right. Because this we're not going to monitor the vitals or anything, but we're going to gradually wean down, like turn down the, the sure. journey. And if I croak, I croak. If I don't yeah. croak, okay. send me on down the road. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Is I that think... okay with you guys? I don't want to. No, no, oh, no. It's not our choice. It's your choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah we well, just want to be clear that we're well, first, this, yeah, this old body's wore out anyway. You know, shit. Okay. It ain't going to hang around much longer no matter what. <laughs> maybe a year or two if I was lucky. Maybe five. I don't. I don't All my aunts and uncles died at 70, though. I don't think we're talking about years. We're talking <laughs> about days now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking years, or at least a, at oh. least a few more months. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I, well, I, we'll see. I, I know. I know. We'll, well, it's a good experiment. We'll see yep, what happens. Okay. So. Because <laughs> if I survive it, then you'll say, "Well, I knew this one fella." <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be very, very, very happy yeah. if you do survive for months and years. Uh, well, I know. Pretty. Okay. Just a few more months would be cool. Yeah. Do you have any questions? I'm. I'm gonna go tell the team to. Switch you to hospice status, and, and then our um, and I'll, I'll talk to the team to slowly just wean me off. Wean you off, mm-hmm. and whatever happens happens. If, if I get where I can live without none of these damn hoses, hell, and, yeah. if, I, and if I can still breathe and if I can still kind of half ass to walk, uh, I'll just say adios, amigos. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. 
we're gonna do that and just so you know when when you do that his mentation may change yeah okay? he may be more confused i might yeah it could be i'm kind of feeling confused a little bit now really yeah. my head's always been kind of mushy anymore yeah. if um and if, yeah i think maybe it would be a good idea just to give us a few minutes to talk between him yeah, that's all right. Whenever yeah, you guys ready, fine. let us know. I yeah, mean, no I'll rush. Come out there. It's no rush. You just let this yeah. nurse know, um, yeah. Megan know, and then yeah, be, and then we'll be out here. and then we'll we'll communicate with. It's no rush. Okay. All right? Yeah. Whenever you and and, and, and your dad are mm -hmm. ready, that's when we do it. There's no like that's you gotta do it yeah. now. You gotta do it now. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll be out there in a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Moved up a day. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I might croak. There's a pretty good possibility that I will croak, but I'm kind of gambling on this old body. I do. I think. Well, I, I think. I think every organ's got a mind Mary of its own. Mary told me this. What Mary said is this. Mary said every day I looked at your dad's charts, and she said I could not believe that he was alive. She said your dad is something that's crazy, unusual. She said when somebody's in heart failure. This is what she said. She said, when somebody's in heart failure. Yeah, we did, when, when the gals just died out. And I knew her real well. Uh, well, she said, normally we do all these labs. They take all your tests. They compile them. And they have a system of rating your failure. If you're at a 1,000%, you're considered critical. Critical. She said, if you're at a 1,000%, you might die. She said, you know what your dad was at? She said 387,000%. She said that's why that day, the last day he was here, we took his test twice. We went in there and did it again. And the other assistant was like, this can't be right. It says he said 387,000. She's like, well, go get another t lab. So they took your blood a second time, and it came out 390,000. And the fourth time, they ran the lab two more times, and it they wouldn't even register. It was so high. It just was like unavailable. And she's like, so your dad. She's like, I don't know what is he got an energizer nope. bunny heart or what? It's the magnet. It's a magnetic hat, man. And we're gonna record this right now. It's on pod B right uh, now. I think. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have me a magnetic hat. I made you one. Well, I got a couple of them at home. Oh, and that one is easy. You lose these guys if it goes. Oh. Yeah. If I start talking for too long. Too long. Still on. Yeah. And we yeah. got. And we got. Two listeners, I think. <laughs> well, no, no, I got all these people here. Oh shit! Yeah, you got. Well, there's seven. They they came and left most of them. I mean, they came and heard it was going on, just bailed out. But it'll be up there if they want to hear it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, I was gonna say in that in that white truck hanging up, there's a hat like this. It's only got six magnets, and that's really all you need is six. I was experimenting with this and I kicked it up. How many I got in here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I got eighteen magnets in this hat. I kicked it up a notch. Anyway, well, you can repeat that thing what Mary said. That's yeah. Funny. So that kind of amazes me. I amazes even me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I didn't feel good though. That was. Couldn't believe it because she says, she says, you know, Andy, your dad's labs were really bad. <laughs> She's like, to be honest, we didn't have any idea, not only how he was sitting up and taking nourishment, but how the hell is the guy walking down the street to the bar? <laughs> She's like, we literally just were dumbfounded by this man. She said, 
And then she's like, just before he left, this there is a measurement system that they use for cardiac trauma. And when somebody's in heart failure, she said they run all the labs. So they take the blood and they check for all of the electrolytes. They check for all of these other elements that are in the normal healthy heart and all of these things. And they, they compile them into a number. And, you know, normally if you are in heart failure and you're in critical condition, you're at a thousand percent. That means that you can die at any time. And that's when you're in the hospital in the ICU. And she said, we took your dad's blood. And she said, we could not believe when we did entered it into the system, it came back that he was 370,000 percent. That might they told me to eat aspirin or salt every day. And I was gobbling down salt. And she said, oh, my God. And so they the system was like, there's no way he cannot be 300 <laughs> times over the, the dead zone. <laughs> and she said, go take his blood again. Let's do a second round. And it came back at 390,000%. Well, I, took, I, I ate some more salt. And then, <laughs> yeah. And she said, this is a miracle. The fact that your dad is alive and walking is a miracle. She said, he's like an energizer bunny. His little heart just keeps going and going. <laughs> I, I think it'll keep on going. I do. Well, that's Thursday. I thought, I felt like I met Jesus. I really did in the yeah. hospital. Felt all glowy and good and everything. Oh, I thought, man, this is going to be great. And <clears throat> anyway, still, well, still kind of still kind of feel that way a little bit. Right? You know, well, everything but, I know about near-death experiences, because I did, that's what led me to my Christian faith. One of the things, when one of them was just people, but the other was that when I was 18 years, 19 years old, I went into Blockbuster Video. My wife worked there. She was 18. I was 19. And I was in, they had a section of videos that I never went down before, and it was special interest, the special interest section. I never heard of that neither. I had it, no, and so there's all these videos, and there's like, they had movies you could rent on tennis, and Arthur Ashe, or Joe Montana, the football player. So they were just movies that were randomly about things. And I seen this one video, and it was called Life After Life. And I was like, what's that? So I rented it. And I went home and it was this cheesy kind of documentary, but it wasn't, it wasn't real high budget at all. It was kind of low budget. And it was about Raymond Moody, Dr. Raymond Moody. He was a cardiologist. He was uh -huh. a heart surgeon. But the problem, what he found was that all of these heart surgeries, these, he would do these heart surgeries and he would stop people's hearts. And sometimes they'd be out for seven or eight minutes and they'd come back. And he said he was having this anomaly. There's so many of these patients, kids and adults, old. They were telling him almost the same story about this experience, this out-of-body experience. What did they say? Do you know? Well, yeah. Kind of... Oh, man, I read the whole book. I, I studied this for 10 years. I mean, yeah. and I still I mean, study. But when he says it's all about the same thing, what, what's the same thing? Well, the real common experience was like they would be out of their body and seeing things in the room mm -hmm. and even in rooms next door. Right. And that's what screwed him up was there was one of his patients and she yeah. came out of the room and she seen somebody next door. And when she came back to life the next day, she said, doctor, I've seen, I left my body. He's like, well, tell me about it. And she said, in the room right next to us, there's a Dr. Pepper machine. And there's this trophy on top of it. The woman came in an ambulance with cardiac arrest. She's sure she didn't go next door. But he went next door and everything was there just how she saw it. Okay. And he's like, well, that's a problem. That's a freaking problem. Okay, well, what you're saying is going straight to God. So. <laughs> yeah. And you know what he says? He says, because you all have souls. Right. And when you die, all your souls come back to me. 
and whatever you've done in your life is downloaded into me, God. Dark energy everywhere, whole universe. But he's got the whole universe, not just not just one little dinky planet. Um, anyway, he's saying that, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's what happens. That you, you can't be conceived until you have a soul, period. Yeah. Be you a plant, be you anything, they've all got souls. But their souls, the, the lower levels, their souls that haven't progressed enough, they got to they get born over and over and over, gazillions of times. And when they come back, if there's some kind of DNA close to what they was, and they try to jump into it, and it's a new type DNA, if they're progressive, they lock in and they create something new. Maybe not, not no huge change, but they create little variants in the DNA. And if, if they survive better than all the other DNA, but when they die, to go back to God, report in, so that going to heaven or whatever they want to call it. But in most people's cases, what happened was they died. Oh, your soul leaves your body when you die, by the way. Uh, it can't live in dead things. Yeah, what's true? It can't live, in, can't live in dead things. And they can't manipulate any of this matter. So, except DNA. I don't know exactly why, but that's what he says. So the only power God has at the moment is at the moment of the conception. And he told me he wanted me to get cloned because he said, I'm talking better through you than I have through most. And I just ignored him. For, I mean, for years, just ignored him. It's stupid, stupid. And I still am, sort of. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think you are. I think you're doing exactly what he wants. Yeah, well, when, when I'm talking to you, I can... Go up my head here. And, well, you know, ask God, I guess, what's going to happen. God's really the big picture man. What he foresees is with this cloning deal. It'll take off. Everybody start getting cloned. And that's and that's good. More souls can come back. Because some, anybody who is a human that runs into your DNA or my DNA is a soul of... Uh, has, has a pretty good chance of reading it and jumping into our clone body. So our clones may not have our soul, but then again, they, they might have. I asked him, well, do the souls split up and go to multiple places? And he wouldn't give me a straight answer on that. So all my clones may have indeed the same soul, possibly, but he won't tell me. Or he said, vote on it, dumbass. I think it's true, though. Well, at, at, in the meantime, you know, it's just. I know that. That's the reason. Well, on, uh, uh, you look at some of my TikToks. Yeah, I, I was that. I was hammering on, hammering away at Elon Musk. I sent a whole bunch of them personal to Elon Musk, and I keep telling him, "Get back a hold of me. We need to discuss this." So far, he hasn't, of course, but that's out in TikTok land. I don't know what people will think. Of, well, here's this crazy guy trying to get Elon Musk to talk to him. <laughs> He's talking about cloning. Cloning? But, 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 you know, dogs and cats, it don't work. It's bad, it don't work. Well, do a little research. You'll find out that it is not bad, and it does work. And everybody's little pets are exactly like the first ones that they replaced. And if I could replace his body with me, that's good enough. I don't want to be better. Although later on, God's told me, since we are getting to the point where we can manipulate DNA, like the friend who wants to be a girl, well, he couldn't this lifetime. Well, he, he can make a half-assed attempt, but he ain't going to be a girl. But when they do that CRISPR stuff and they change the uh, sex genes, 
He can be born a girl if he wants. And I think that would be pretty cool, really. Yeah, that would be cool. If I got born a girl, I might just stay that forever. I mean, I like being a male, but <laughs> but if I was a girl, I could I could uh, hatch myself out, raise myself. I know exactly what the hell I'm going to be like. Know when I need to get slapped and when I don't, because it's me. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't solve that dilemma. So anyway, that's pretty important. But this morning, though, I got I was watching the news and the talk about all this political shit going on. And that uh, new Confederate Party of America. I was at home one night, you know, drinking and smoking and watching the news. And I'm like, God damn, where's all this problem coming from? So I asked God, hey, where's this? He goes, well, it starts with the Civil War. He said, Abraham Lincoln and his followers decided to violate the Constitution and banned a bunch of states against another state. The Constitution does not allow that. The Constitution and the Founding Fathers, that's what he said about The Founding Fathers intended for each state to make its own laws without interference and see which ones worked the best. The Southern states sold slavery, and it was working, and the Northerners did whatever they chose. But for any state to try and impose their will on another state, that's unconstitutional. You can't do that. And if you, the founding fathers, that's, but we did it. And we allowed it. And we are still leaders. At the end of the Civil War, uh, Lincoln won. Freed the slaves. He said, oh, he's a great hero. Freed the slaves. If he would have left it alone for about another 30 years, slavery would have went. People would have turned their slaves loose. They might not have given them full rights. In the southern states, they could have went to the northern states and have full rights as freemen, or they could stay down because the, the southerners just absolutely hated black people, <laughs> and they still do. So, not I mean, but it's not just the southerners. What happened after the Civil War? The southerners were the Democrats, and the Republicans were the Lincoln guys. So, although he defeated the South, everybody who believed, like the South believed, the state had a right. To make its own laws. It has nothing to do with slavery, really. It's, it's just only the state has a right to make its own laws. If the state wants to make a light, all women got to walk, walk around with bells on their heads dinging. Well, that's a law. That's a law. And the state has a right to do that. And the women say, well, I don't want to do that. Well, then the women have two choices. Wear the ding-dong on your head or leave the state. Go to another state. You don't got to wear the ding-dong. But... <laughs> Anyway, the new Confederate Party of America, I've, I've been mentioning that on there. I think somebody might pick it up and run with it. That's a good idea. I mean, there shouldn't be parties for everybody. Look, this, the new Confederate Party of America, basically, there's only one core belief in it. That's all states have the right to secede peacefully from a union if they do not feel the federal government is giving them what they want. It's easy. Over a 10-year period. If, if, if the citizens of the state, the majority of them vote, that they want to secede from a union, and a lot of people won't want to, because when they do that, the first year they're going to lose 10%. Any federal money comes to anybody in the state, it's gone, 10%. It's like my, all, everything I'm getting, 10% gone. Okay, but the citizens of the state would pay 10% less federal taxes, and that money would stay in the state. But now, <laughs> the people in the state, of course, everybody likes money, 
their state governments will say, oh, money's going in, we're going to. No, that's going to be up to the citizens of the state decide how that money's spent. And they'd rather put it back in their own pocket and help needy people back in their pocket it goes. And then they can help needy people with their own money. And <laughs> anyway, that's a core belief of that party. And like the federal laws, I, I Googled it there. Over 60% of all the laws in the United States has been passed by the Supreme Court. And the way they do it is a, a case goes through a lower court, lower court. Get to the Supreme Court, they say, well, yeah, abortion is legal. So no matter what any, no matter what any state thinks, no matter what any individual thinks, the Supreme Court is bad. They're horrible. And along with getting 10% of the federal taxes and 10% of the, uh, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, you would also be able to get rid of 10% of all the federal laws that you don't like. This, the citizens in that state don't like. There, once again, it's going to be done by the state. Not, you know, if, if people in the state say, well, I don't like to have to sell my house to somebody I don't like. And the, and the well, went that gone. That federal thing's gone. But you only do 10%. However, if you did that at 10 years, there would be no no laws left from the Supreme Court. Because all your state courts have to follow the Supreme Court. So your state laws, when they, they'll say drinking and driving. I, I, I talked a lot about that last time on my TikTok. I thought, well, that's stupid. And, and mom told me when she was a kid, you know, everybody drove around drunk if they wanted to. And you never got in trouble unless you crashed and did property damage. You can be drunk or in hell as long as you don't run into somebody's property and damage it. But what happened to the neighbors said, that guy's a drunkard, you know, everybody knows he's a drunkard. And uh, eventually he would crash and the problem would kind of take care of itself. So I would like to see the state go back to the way it was when mom was a kid. I mean, you know, if somebody does, they crash repeatedly. If they can't pay for the damages, then they shouldn't be allowed to drive. But if they crash and they can pay for the damages, well, I guess they still shouldn't be allowed to drive. But that would be a state decision, not a federal decision. Anyway, I think it, uh, I hope somebody picks this up. And like I said, I had a bunch of people text me back saying, hey, I like your video, man. And I, I keep telling them, anybody wants to make this go, make it go. Because I'm the only member right now. Oops, oops, what did I do? Yeah, I pinched one of these hoses. Anyway, I think God's telling me to do this. I really do. On the other, on the other hand, another part of me said, "said you dumb, silly son of a bitch. You're just having fun." Well, either way, <laughs> well, either way, I'm going to be out of here shortly. So, doesn't really. Now, when I was younger, of course, you don't want to do things to make people think you're nuts. That's like Jerry. I kept trying to get Jerry to let me get his tissue stored, and of course, yeah, I wouldn't do it. But if I could have got a piece of Jerry stored. I could have hatched him back out again. I could have had my old buddy back. At least one more lifetime. You know, next lifetime, we would not even like each other. We might go different directions, you know. But I know this first one was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that book that I just finished, I threw on I was going to listen to it again yesterday on my way home. <clears throat> it's about a guy. It's called Replay. It was written in the 80s. Uh -huh. It's about a guy that dies, has a heart attack, and he, his wife are having troubles. He's kind of got a desk job that's right. shitty life, yeah. and he had a heart attack. 
and then he wakes up and he's 18 years old. Oh, but he's in college. He's like, how the hell did I get this? Am I dreaming? Nope. Now he gets to live a second life. And he lives now this time though. He's like, he's, he went back in time basically. Yeah. So yeah. it's called replay. And right. it turns out that some people have this gift. Like there's like, it's pretty rare, but <laughs> he runs another, what they call replayers. Okay. And replayers basically you get the second life. Now you got all the knowledge of the first life. But so the second time, you he's like, he knows the stock market. He knows all this stuff. And he's like, so he does this. He becomes a billionaire. So then he, he dies when he's like 48. So when he, as the month that he died, because he's a billionaire, he donates a billion dollars to this hospital and says, I just want to stay here for a month. They said, no, you can't do that. We can't just, and he's like, well, I'll give you, I'll give you a billion dollars. Yeah. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So they get him in there and he's healthy. He's exercised his whole life because first life he did it. So this time he exercises his whole life. And he's super in shape. And the doctor's like, I don't understand. Why do you want to be in the hospital this month? And he's like, I just want you to hook me up. I'm worried I'm going to have a heart attack on October 24th. And the doctor's like, that's ludicrous. You are 48 years old. You are healthy as a horse. That's crazy. He's like, I know, but just, just monitor. Bear with me. Bear with, Bear with me. me. So he gets through the whole month. October 24th comes. He gets up and has breakfast. And he's sitting there. And he feels good. And he's like, man, this is. And then, boom. And then he wakes up and he's 18 again. He's back up. And he's like, shit. Okay, well, that's you could almost do that with cloning. Yeah, you could you know go until you die, and then the thing is, you're gonna start out as a baby every time. There ain't no way around it. Yeah. Now Elon Musk was working for a machine that would record your brain into a computer. Now that be could, but you, you still couldn't download download an adult brain to a baby. So you had to be a regular baby. Uh, at least until you get old enough that they could start downloading. But you could still leave written records to yourself, you know, or videos. And my my plan was I do succeed in getting cloned. The first one, first one of my clones gets born. I want somebody to do a, like a, oh, a 10 minute recording every month of the baby as it's growing, you know, and do things with the baby, and wiggle, make it wiggle its fingers or whatever. And when it gets old enough to talk, start asking the questions, you know, but record it over like a 10 minute period. And then the next clone of me that's made, as he grows, you take the uh, recording and when he get old enough to kind of understand, I just imagine video recording, so they might have something better, but I'm just imagining like a video recording, same child, a new clone, Put them in a similar surroundings, you know, kitchen table or whatever you're going to use. And uh, and just, well, there's two ways. You could show them the video of their previous self first and then ask them a standard set of questions and see how they were. Well, I think I thought have the same standard questions when you can talk. Uh, well, how are you doing today? You know, uh, what's your school like? Or I, I mean, those are not those are not really the the. I've never really got into the questions you should be asked that much. But so you ask the new clone uh, things that the other clone was asked and how they respond. Hello. Hello there. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Well, good. I'm doing pretty good, I think. <laughs> you look good. Yeah, yeah I, I, feel, I feel I pretty good. A damn old heart, though. A damn thing won't settle down. Yeah. Well, that's doing pretty good there. Yeah. 85. Yeah, we were gonna. We're just. Uh, we talked to the uh, doctor from the uh, palliative care. Yeah. yeah. And 
I think here in just a little bit, I was going to go tell her if we're going to start, start taking off that medicine. Just wrap it up. We're going yeah. to turn the medicine off and see slowly happens. and see how he does. You know that the, the, the WW. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm well everything. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want none of this. So I, if I can still breathe and walk with all this stuff gone. I'm out of here. She says, <laughs> she says, no, you're not going to make it. And I said, well, I got a jacket outside. So either way. Well, he was telling me, he was telling me down at the veteran's home. That, that, oh, yeah. That, I couldn't figure out why he wouldn't do nothing. Every morning I'd go in there, my heart be beating 120, 130. And it couldn't get my blood pressure because it's so erratic and things wouldn't work. So the nurses usually just say, well, 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 we'll make it this. So they just, they took it manually, but I know they just made up a number. Well, the, yeah, the, 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 the <laughs> The head of the nursing at, at Quincy, she said that when you're in heart failure, there's some sort of system. And they go through a lot of guys who have that. And if you're at a thousand percent in this heart system, whatever it's called, you're considered critical. And his was 386,000. So <laughs> he's beat the odds so far. So she said he's the energizer buddy. <laughs> well, that's what I figure. But I, I croak well. Okay. Don't don't leave. I didn't what? know that you have that discussion. Yeah. So they do what I can, but that's fine. Right. That's well, fine. I'm taking I'm taking up all your time. None of these medicines can fix me. I mean, well, they can keep me alive, but they can't fix me. That's correct. So yeah. the heart will never be fixed. The only thing we try to optimize is like get some fluid a little bit more out of yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know, you know, how much we'll be able to achieve. To be honest. Well, are they adding fluid in that big sack? Like this? I thought one of them said saline solution. So yeah. Well, yeah, but they're putting a gallon of water in mean, that damn thing. We, we're and, not giving and, you fluid through the IV. I know, but it, oh. it, it comes because you have to give the medication. Oh, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So they're mixing. Well, it. I think that's where water's coming from. Cause yeah. I, yeah, that's you know, The only thing I drank today was, well, that carton of milk. Yeah. And uh, yesterday I drank a half a pitcher of water or, or a glass. That, that's all I drank. So. I keep thinking I'm not peeing much, but I ain't taking much in either. Yeah. Yeah, your body's probably just absorbing it. Yeah. Well, Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying to get the water. Anyway. So you talk with Dr. Broderick? Is that the, the uh, doctor? Yeah. Mrs. Uh, she said she's going to set a meeting up. Okay. So yeah. They're yeah, supposed to do it tomorrow. It, we were going to do this tomorrow, yeah, yeah. Dr. Oh, to do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah he's, he's going to come up tomorrow. Yeah. We'll just yeah. get her done now. I just saw another one of the things. That's what he said. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Do we see? Uh, maybe we can. Uh, so let me see what they have because probably they talk with my residents already. We ran them this morning. Oh, hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey! And as I start getting worse, if you can replace whatever that is with pills, I would like for you to do that. The problem with or, the or, okay, just regular heart pills. Right. So just the regular the, heart pills. So you yesterday you were on two IV medications. Uh -huh. Okay. The one is the amiodarone, and the other one is the butamine. The amiodarone, you don't have to remember that, right, I'm just right. telling you. The amiodarone okay. medication is to keep your heart rate under control, it does not go too okay. fast. Okay, when I was up here at the VA, they had me taking that. I went into the veteran's home yeah. and they took all my pills away. And they took that one away. And they gave me a, a full pill and then they cut it down to a half pill. I don't know. And I, that's why I, I kept telling the nurses, get a hold of the VA and see what, and they said they couldn't. They so, said you got to be either totally VA or totally us. And I'm sitting there, what the fuck kind of veterans home is this? All of them, there's 300 veterans down there, and I think a lot of them are dying because of the shitty care. No, so the, the, the amiodarone uh -huh. is not, first of all, you can get it through IV. Yeah. But you can get it from to the mouth. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. So we easy to do it. The problem is, uh, 
it has long-term side effects. That is, you know, sometimes, you know, we try that for a long period of time. Oh, you have side effects. Yeah. I mean, not well, the side effects that can happen right here, well, right now. Well, to tell you the truth, they, they flash flies for me up here. But if I didn't feel bad, I wouldn't take it. So I'd, I'd take it for a few days. I supposed to take two a day. No, I know. But I know, but I'd take one a day, you know, and, and then maybe two. And then and then when they stuck me out there, they took it completely away. No, but like there's some side effects you don't feel it right away. Right. That's as you know, doctors they don't usually want to give you that pill right. forever. Right. But you know, some heart patient we have to be on it forever. That is, you know, depending on how your heart rate does, you yeah. may not not to be on it. Forever. Anyway, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, just, just wind me down on these as safely as you can. Yeah, that's the plan, man. So the dobutamine though. There is not other alternative. Right. It's only IV. Well, That's their problem. I was gonna say if you just cut that down like ten percent a day or something, just gradually take it down. No, we can do that. So this is a medication that lasts only for a few minutes. So we can we can we can do it like a, a slowly. Yeah, just do it slowly. And if my condition gets worse, well, it gets worse. But, okay. but the last time they cut it in half or something, I thought, well, that's just maybe too big a jump. My heart doesn't have time to readjust to what the hell is going on with it. So typically, I don't. So you know, right now you take five five micrograms per kilogram. Uh-huh. I don't never seen that it go to four. To be honest, we always go. I know, 10, I know. Well, 7.5, ex- but we'll experiment a little bit. We'll, we'll if, if it works good. No, I know. Like, I don't know how I mean, easy it will be there to do that. Oh, on, many, on on the machine, you mean? Yeah, how many? Yeah. It depends. I you know, things that I, I, I never like uh, uh, thought about that. I mean, it depends on if it is. You know, you get let's say five drops a minute right now. We're going to get you. Can we get you four drops a minute? Is that possible? We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you, you can just do that. And if I if I gradually deteriorate, at least you'll know what happens. You know, in your company here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, have you ever tried? Nobody's tried it before, apparently. I think they tried. They tried uh, uh, the uh, not yesterday. The day before yesterday. They cut off half. Okay. I know. I know. Well, my body. It takes a little time for my heart to readjust to not having this stuff trying to command it. I think your heart's got a mind of its own. It's programmed to keep a beat. And then it starts showing other stuff in there that speed it up and slow it down and, and, and override the heart's national, natural, whatever it wants to do. And it could be that, you know, sometimes we assume that when we cut it half, you got worse because of that, but something else could have happened. Maybe your heart rate was, you know, too fast at that Yeah. Time. Well, so it's it's not easy sometimes. Yeah. To do. Well, I just say. Just well, and, and the doctor, she's what she intends to do is what you said, reduce the medication, turn the screen off, and you're putting me in hospice, so I won't be taking up so much of their time. Yeah. Too. So if he's fine. don't say that, don't say that. <laughs> well, I hate taking up their time. I mean, they can't really do anything for me. No, so, we we, uh, we I think the most important, you know, to do what you want to do, and it sounds like from what you know the few you know couple yeah. of discussions yeah. we have here, you know. You want to get out of here. Yeah. And then. Well, if, I, if I don't get out of here, I don't get out of here. Yeah. But if, if I get to where I can yeah. walk half ass. When I walked in here, I was pretty weak. Yeah. But I could live with what I. But I knew I was going to go down and die. I knew if I didn't do something. And I thought the only hope I had was to be here. <laughs> because at Quincy, they'd let you die. They would say, hey, you take this, you take this. <gasps> he died. They lose five people a month out there. And if they put me in intensive care, I'll be around them guys. And if I see they're going down, I'm gonna try and talk them into coming up here and getting at least checked, because I I think I think a lot of them guys have died prematurely to the bad health care. I really do. 
and it's a good place if you're relatively healthy. But if you're starting to really get ill, and of course everybody does, and and I know a lot of them people out there has been there 20 years, and uh, they just send them blessings, blessings, and then they come back, they get worse, well, more blessing, more medicine, come back, and then check out. You know, I I think it'd be better to have a second opinion and maybe come up here, and, you know, and let your doctors look them over. Because they was giving me different medicine up here than I was getting in the veterans home. Yeah. And I was doing okay. I had been fine until I went to the veterans home. And I, yeah, I was doing okay. But I had the pneumonia, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I went there. I got caught pneumonia. It was pretty yeah. sick, man. But, uh, anyway. Anyway. Do you mind? I want to touch your, 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 okay. I know they're cold. Okay. What about this one? No, and you know this. Then is, can I look at your neck too? Is it possible? I got two things. I know, I know. Sometimes can you turn a little bit the other side? Not too much, just a little bit. Okay, that's good. Okay, let me have a look at your legs too. Oh, they're swelled up just a little, not much though. My feet was kind of swelled up. Yeah, you'll be in the middle. Well, I've been sitting like this for hours. I was—I did have my feet up on top of that earlier. That's okay. But so, but let's let's work on that. I like your plan. Let's see. <laughs> the only thing I said it only I have to find out the nurse. We really, the reason I'm saying why we we may not be able to do it. Well, it's because sometimes you know, yeah. getting that medication right now maybe it's like you're taking five drops a minute. Yeah. To cut it to four drops a minute, I don't think how easy it Well, I, think it, I have it, to find out well, the nurse. It could turn them all down at the same time. We'll figure it out. Well, you could maybe write down what you're doing and maybe use it in your medical career. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You could possibly. So oh, all these people died. All you had to do is. Four. Yeah, four, 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 four drops a minute. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure that's issue, that's issue going from 5 to 2.5, but then we'll see. I think it would be possible. But we'll yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't mind putting up whatever discomfort it's going to cause. If I get really short of breath, I'm used to that. Uh, I'll just try to keep moving around as much as I can. That's my plan. Let me talk to the other, to the rest of the team. As I said, you know, came earlier, and then it seems that there's some yeah, changes. And, well, and yeah, we were supposed to do this tomorrow yeah. at 10, Okay. but yeah. we moved it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Good. 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 Okay then. Okay. Now, let us know how now as those things go off, they can start doing pills again. So I'll, be, I, I'll be more than happy to do that. I, but that that amadrone, I was taking that for years. Yeah, we can. Yeah, that would be. But the dobutamine does not exist. I don't care yeah. about that. We don't want that. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't take I'd it in the pill form, figure out. Yeah. You guys all. Yeah. If you can't take we'll, it in the. We'll figure this out. Yeah. yeah you you guys I'd take it in the pill form, but if they ain't got it, they ain't got it. So. Okay. So my heart's just gonna have to either the little. I think I think every heart's got a little. Thank you. Thank you. I think every heart's got a little brain. In it. I think the organs are kind of independent from everything. You know, they got their own little brain in there that makes cheap work. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, you know, in a way it is. Well, it'll do it. I think your organs do their best to keep functioning no matter what happens. Individually, your brain ain't got nothing to do with it. They keep saying it's your stomach system or whatever hell it is. No. It's each individual major component. It could be, but there is interaction. <laughs> anyway, we'll work on that. I will see what, and then we'll, 
let us let us know how you do. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, because the heart ain't working right, then the other organ they get what they need. So gradually they're all adjusting to the new circumstances. They're little brains. Others, they're not really brains, I guess. But These doctors are like, it's, you're making this too easy. <laughs> you're supposed to be crying and freaking out. No, it's fine. Just stop it. One drop at a time. If I check out, check out. Replace with alcohol. Maybe you got the cloning like yeah. that? Almost. Yeah, yeah. replace with alcohol. Mm. When, I know. That's when, like we're going to do this. When less drop of that, one more drop of that. Yeah. Here, I have a shot of JMO. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be. Bring up some JMO. I was going to bring up some edibles. Oh, uh, no. I, per I better not do none of that. No, this, is, this is kind of serious. It is. And I don't want to fuck him up. No. Uh -oh. No. Well, and I know that, I mean, the. There is, uh, you know, normally what I would ask, I guess, is uh, that, you know, like, I, I know some scripture that I share with people when they're going through hard times. Uh -huh. I don't know that you want to hear that. Nah. I'll tell you, that all stuff is good. There ain't nothing in it. It's just made up by man. That's good. Well, I don't that's, all, that's all it is. That's And God told me that. And it's good everybody listens to it because he was trying to give people guidance through all the various prophets. Yeah. And if we, if we can get the God's great plan church set up. I haven't really went into detail on that yet. I talked to Brandon about it quite a bit. And when God sent me $20,000, that's what I needed to get started. I could have had 20,000 new members. And what I was going to do, anybody who wanted to join my church, God's Great Plan Church, and I thought, well, we could turn the house into a church, turn whatever went into, into church property, get out of taxes and such. That was my kind of Irish plan. Uh, <laughs> and I thought. Brandon says he doesn't have to pay property taxes. No, I don't either. But, well, as long as I, as long as I live at home, that's the reason I keep going home, because I got half my time there and half the time at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, technically you can't claim it if you don't live at your own house. If you're in a nursing home, you can't claim your property. But I thought, well, just do what we can. I tell you what, I, you want to hear about God's Great Plan Church? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, thinking about religion. I always have life, the universe, and everything. Riding my, riding my bicycle down there in the bottom roads, I was thinking about uh, all the life on this planet. The, those June bugs were flying around me, like a hundred of them. There's birds up there, trees. There's got to be a God. This shit couldn't have happened by accident. There's got to be some kind of guiding hand in this. And then I got to thinking, well, you know, God did it. Okay, God did it. How did he do it? This chunk of rock was boiling, steaming, nasty mess for a long time. Then it cooled down to where you had water and lightning and stuff like that. Okay, but God, God cannot create, he can modify DNA, but he can't create it. So he had to wait until boom, boom, smash lightning, chemicals, and something developed first DNA, boom. Now, this DNA, if it could live in that environment, it would double and double and double and double and double. And God, every time, would send souls to these beginning of life on this, and Mars and Venus, same thing. He, they ran out of time on Mars and, v, and Venus. They didn't ha he didn't have time to get life settled solidly on. But I'm sure they're going to find something there when they get there. Because <clears throat> he told me so. Anyway... 
Anyway, what happens is conditions got he can't control conditions. God has no power in this in this with this stuff. You and me. The only thing he can do is when we're born at conception, he can send a soul with a special mission to put the DNA together. You still gotta to go through life with a baby and all this other crap. But at some point your mind will open up somehow or other and be able to communicate to him wherever in fuck he's at. Well that's what he told me is going on. But then again, maybe I just made this shit up to try and try and see if I'm gonna pause this because I'm gonna go tell her yeah. that lady that they can talk. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Anyway, me and my son's just going to talk about life, the universe, and everything. Uh, I'm going to be checking out here soon or taking my life support off. So I'm gambling that uh, Zobody will keep it chugging along on its own. They're gambling that it won't. Although they would like to see it keep chugging along on its own. Oh, hey, man. My son came back in. Hey, Andy, we got a few listeners over here. Really? Yeah, you want to say hi to them? Hey, guys. How you doing? This is Andy, Crash Cayley's son. <laughs> we are in the Iowa State. Uh, sorry, let me see. Let me. So you guys are a part of a very unique experience. My dad is up here at the VA hospital with me, and uh, he's been a best dad ever. I love him with all my heart. We've had a lot of fun. And now uh, this congestive heart failure has kind of gone the fritz. So they got him on a medication. Uh, it's according to the doctors, it's what's keeping him going. And they say if you turn it off, you don't probably aren't going to make her through. Um, but it's a called doputamine, and you got to in, do this intravenously. And the only place that could do this would be some hospital in some far off city somewhere, where he'd have to sit in a bed and have this medicine going into him, and the quality of life would suck. So he has decided let's. Let's cut this shit out. We're going to do it bit by bit and see how it goes. Doctors say, well, you're probably not going to survive. Dad says, well, we're going to see. He's got an Energizer Bunny heart. So the if you're at 1,000%, there's a rating for heart failure. If you're at 1,000%, you're going into ICU. You're in critical care. You're probably going to die. Before he left Quincy, he was at 370,000%. So he's a walking, talking miracle. They don't know why he's still alive. They think he's like the Energizer Bunny, which I don't disagree with. So thank you for joining us today. But you are part of this moment of this time when I, the son of Brian, am with him. And we're going to go through this together. Um, and my intention is to wheel him out of here with his army jacket on and head down the road. We'll probably stop and get a bottle of wine on the way home. Um, but if it goes the other way, I will continue his mission and create the Keeley Family Cloning Corporation. So, well, it's something I didn't plan on doing right away, but we'll take it over. So, uh, anyway, that's what. Yeah, I actually have it for you out here. Get, yeah, just ice, just ice, ice water or whatever. Yeah. So that's what's going on, people. You're part of a special day. <laughs> Keep you loop. Thank you. Yeah. It's 
Oh, yeah, this is kind of like... Well, you know, even if I die, if you, got, if you got my carcass stored up there, you got the rest of your lifetime to bring me back. Yeah. And well, and then I'll bring you back. <laughs> I suspect that's going to be a deal, so I don't know how it works, except I'll see a little... I'm sure I'll see you. Yeah, well, if, I, if I'm a baby, you know, you can raise me if you want. I got your picture on the wall when you were a baby at home. Danny's got it out of Danny's chest and on the wall. <laughs> And I, I walked by there and I thought, well, I'm going to see that baby again. <laughs> that same child, I'm going to look into his little eyes, and I'll be an older guy. But, boy, that is going to be so cool to see my dad as a baby. Well, and look, if you wanted to keep your family together, if you get this set up in time, you and your wife could get cloned, grow up together, and if you decide to have kids together, then you could hatch your kids out inside your mom in the same order you had in the first time. And, and maybe that's what, in heaven, I heard people say, oh, your whole families to get all back together. Well, so maybe this could be heaven. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you get to do both. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I, I plan on having a million clones. I want to be on every star out there. Yeah, I want one of me to be on every damn star. Proxima Centauri. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the easiest one. Only four light years away. And there's some calculation on that. If we could hit 1% the speed of light which is 186,000 miles a second, we could be there. It takes four years to speed of light. So 1,000th of, oh no, I had it figured. Anyway, I think it'd take it like 1,000 years or something. But if I could live 70 years every lifetime and there's a big old spaceship with everything we need, trees and grass, it would be lifetime after lifetime. And doing the same job if you wanted to until you get there. And when you get there, there ain't no toilets. We don't need no stinking planet. It's just all them rocks floating around. Then we'll just grab all the rocks that we want, and we'll build our own new little habitat in space. And if some of the planets can be modified, like Mars, if we could get, well, that one moon that Jupiter is all water. Well, it's pretty heavy to move. But we could break off big chunks of it, maybe, and push it towards Mars. Mars once Mars got its water back, Everything else would fall in place. Yeah, you'd start to have life again. Well, you'd have our life. Whatever it needed. Whatever type of algae it needed. I mean, but it wouldn't be by accident. God kind of does it by accident. He he can't feel anything here except through us. Kind of, sort of. I read an article yesterday that they, they found the brightest, longest burning supernova they've ever discovered. They discovered it. It's 8 billion light years away. Wow. And um, it most supernovas last, I can't remember how long they said, but this has lasted four times longer. So what we're seeing now is 2 billion years old. But we're seeing this, and it's, a, it's the largest supernova, the biggest wow. light display in the universe. Massive. That'd take a long time to get there. Yeah. I plan to. <laughs> Well, sure. I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm going on a comfortable spaceship with my fans, friends, and family, and we're just partying on Garth like we did here on Earth. <laughs> you know, it don't matter how long it takes. Just keep, when I get old, just hatch me out a new one. And use my old one for body parts if, if they're any good, which it might be. I mean, you can die at 70 and still have some good parts. Oh, yeah. But see, that's the other thing I was thinking. If he had a, he had a thousand clones, a lot of them going to die by accident. You know, if you had to get a heart replaced, an identical heart to the one you had. Just from, now they do heart transplants, but they never really work very well because 
the, D, the DNA is different. You got, it really works better if you have matching DNA in your cells. Yes. You know, and they should do that to some of them cloned animals. They ought, one of them that dies, they ought to use its body parts. And when the other cloned animals start to need body parts, see how good it works. You know, that could be done pretty quickly. I mean, within 10 years, you'd be able to do it. Because most of them clones, that's only live 10 or 12 years. It's great. Well, I thought I had to pee. I wonder if I should go out there and call Brandon real quick. Just have him talk to me yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out there. And... Yeah, just tell him we're going to, well, tell him what you're doing. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was talking about coming up here. And... Well, there ain't nothing. Oh, he ain't nothing to do. There ain't nothing to do. But if he comes to see his doctor, he can stop him and say hi. And I haven't, I haven't talked to his doctor yet. I, I want to if I can, but I told him to call me here, but so far they ain't called. I'm, uh, this is only Monday. I might wait. He's on vacation, he said. And he supposed to be back Monday. I'll be back. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's nearing the end of my life, and I'm an old, desperate man grasping at straws. And, you know, grasping on to Jesus and Muhammad or any of them guys, you know, they all promised quite a little bit. And I, I believe in what they say, all of them, unfortunately, because I think all religions are equal in the eyes of God. Because I think he's behind every damn religion. How could he not be? So I just think basically these are prophets. He was able to try to lead the human race in a new good direction and the latest prophet i guess would have to be uh joseph smith and he tried to lead the the mormon religion in a better direction but his direction was the wrong one so maybe god had him killed by brigham young to take the mormon church in a new direction now the mormon church with this cloning deal and spaceships they could set up mormon colonies all over the everywhere and i do really respect the Mormons because they're the only really religious people that really do what they say their religion says they should do. Don't smoke, don't drink, don't do none of them bad things. I don't know. Anybody who's a Mormon cannot do those things and say they are a Mormon. You know, to me, that's a pretty high ethics. Higher than me, I couldn't have done it. I would have, I wanted to go out and drink and smoke and shit. Chase gals. So I, I thought about becoming a Mormon but and I got a story about the death of uh, Joseph Smith <laughs> murdered by Brigham Young now this story is kind of a well I ain't gonna be able to go into all the detail I need to on it but basically <laughs> there was a power struggle going on my grandma told me between Joseph Smith and Brigham Young and Brigham Young and his boys basically Three of, them, three of them went up and murdered Joseph Smith in a jail. And one of them they called the angel of death. And he killed anybody that Brigham Young told him to kill because he was the one who had killed somebody who had spoken to God. So everybody thought, well, this is a man that killed the man that spoke to God. And he's not dead. Then God must be on his side. So from there on, <laughs> Brigham Young used that fella to control the Mormon church. Anybody didn't do what he want, the angel of death would show up and uh, they'd both just disappear for a bit. Only 
the angel of death would come back. Anyway, I ain't going to talk about the Mormons right now because it's a really a good story. My grandma told it to me, and then this Mormon historian told it to me. I told him what my grandma said, and he kind of looked shocked, and then he started getting all these newspaper articles out, and, and, and what they said was exactly what my grandma said. Oh. Anyway, Annie's outside. I'm running out of breath. I'm just going to have to quit talking here for a bit. I'm going to put a little music on here. Let me see here. Let me see how much. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I might just stop this and start it up again because if I don't stop it before an hour and 50 minutes, they just disappear. Oh, hey, Big Chief Thunder. Hey, I got to get you cloned, man. I think it'd be fun to go through all the time and eternity, but yes, with all you people, we get cloned. And we can do that. Life.